0: Hey everyone, on today's show, we are talking about using social media when it comes to raising awareness for causes, opening conversations and edutaining your audience. Stay tuned as our guests will be sharing some really interesting tips and stories.
1: Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management.
0: And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer.
1: So if you're confused about social media,
0: or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on...
1: Let's get social. Happy weekend, Eve. Emer. do you like that way of doing things instead of Friday?
0: I do. Uh, so what you up to now? We're officially in autumn. I can't believe it's actually the
1: 1st of October. I know it's incredible, isn't it? Um, Mm. Well, I decided to upgrade my wardrobe. So I've started to break out the autumnal clothing. Uh, So, welcome back to the green and brown v neck sweaters. So, uh, see ya. So,
0: you've been uh, online shopping again, I take it, yeah. Uh,
1: you know dipping the toe in you know oh, you have to keep okay. it looking smart for the autumn fall isn't that right
0: all yeah. right well maybe I'll keep you on your toes or should we be saying on the bike as you normally are Yeah. Uh, with uh, yes it's that time emers experiences the good the bad and the ugly tips questions and even the odd quiz Mr T so listen as thought. we know as we know we're into just i can't believe october um, i'm gonna say hint hint all the best people are born in october but i'm gonna say not when and uh, i had the very thing that might and i think everyone will like this because you know the big c is around the corner yeah. and maybe it could be added to your Santa list. and of course it will keep you warm when i'm going to share do you know what it is
1: oh is it a big electric blanket Emer?
0: No, no, it's not. It's no. something that you can't control. And right. I'm not saying everything, but you can control with an app. I can app. control
1: you, I tell you. But hey, uh, go on, keep going, keep going.
0: talk to my husband. <laughs> um, I have a gadget that I know everyone will want. And it's called the, and I'm not, actually, it's coming to my head. It should be called the Emer mug, but it's not. It's called the Ember mug. The Ember uh, mug. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of it?
1: I haven't. No. Well, you're going to tell me though, aren't you?
0: Yeah, it's the world's, oh God, see, breaking news, the world's first temperature control mug.
1: Wow. So
0: cool. anyway, it allows you to set the precise temperature of your hot drink of choice so you can enjoy your drink from the first sip to the last drop and it comes in three types. So you have a lovely metallic version of this mug or you have it's like a a, like a matte finish mug or there's even a travel mug. So I thought you could have that on the bike. You know that way? Yeah.
1: Hot Mm. coffee. Yeah, I like it.
0: So as I love metallic colors, I I'm a tea. You'd be a mug not to get one.
1: I thought I was the guy telling the jokes, Emer. But hey. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you do know how I like a nice hot coffee. So I reckon mm-hmm. I'll be putting the Ember mug on my Christmas wish list. And do I, know think, what
0: should, I think I was going to say they should call it the Emer mug now. Well,
1: maybe I'll, we'll call it the Emer mug, But I'll put right, the Emer okay. mug on my Christmas wish list. Okay, cool. And do you know what else is hot, Emer? Go on. Yes. It's that time again.
0: Oh, no, it's not.
1: Oh, yes, it is. It's the <laughs> I... digital giggle.
0: I have a very bad feeling I'm going to need a very strong coffee with this one.
1: Yeah, no, actually, well, I think you're going to like this because taking inspiration from your amber mug, I went and found a, a joke about coffee. Go so, on. Uh, so, yeah. Um, why are Italians so good at making coffee? I don't know. Because they know how to espresso themselves. Oh, where did you get that one <laughs> Yeah,
0: oh, I'm going underground. Never mind anybody <laughs> else for that one. But anyway, oh, I think you need what I'm going to I'm going to get you that ember mug, I tell Please you. I think it um, so coffee, anyway, right? all I have to say is if you find today's joke anyway, engaging with more of them, you are in luck. You can catch Philip's previous jokes and any of your other shows by hopping onto the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify and the Dublin Psych FM website. So as I always say, speed through the first three minutes and you'll be grand.
1: Please don't. These are gold. But uh, speaking think... <laughs> of gold, we have we have broadcasting royalty with us today, and hopefully, myself and Emer's interview skills match more, up and, more
0: and, royal than you.
1: <laughs> absolutely, um, we're we're delighted and thrilled to be joined by the one and only Lorraine Keane today. And Lorraine has a whole host of uh, incredible accolades from a Niff nominated broadcaster and journalist, a much sought after MC for corporate events. Co-owner of The Magic Hairbrush, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, she's been nominated for Television Personality of the Year uh, at the Irish Film and Television Awards. Uh, voted Entertainment Personality of the Year at Irish Tatler. Most Stylish Female of the Year and Celebrity Mum of the Year. Wow, humor
0: <laughs> I know. She's a uh, you know, hot, as I have to say. That's not all. Uh, Lorraine is an ambassador and volunteer with Irish and international charities like Make-A-Wish Foundation, Breast Cancer Ireland, Crumlin's Children's Hospital and Oxfam Ireland. And in 2018, Lorraine set up Fashion Relief, which is fantastic. And it's the now annual nationwide fundraising initiative that helps families living in extreme poverty in the world's poorest countries. She travels to the developing world with Oxfam to distribute the funds raised every year. Lorraine is also brand ambassador for Renoirs. Dylan Bradshaw Salon, Natural Life, Clean Marine and My Dental. So without further ado, Lorraine Keene, welcome (laughs) to Let's Get Social. Oh, thank you guys. That was such a lovely intro. Thanks, Emer. Hi. Morning, Hi. Philip. afternoon, morning. actually. <laughs> it is afternoon. I feel like, yeah, you probably need, we'll have to get you an Ember mug. We'll soon, get you an Ember Lorraine. mug. <laughs> <laughs> I need
2: another, yeah, another hot coffee, clearly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So before we begin, Lorraine, we always ask our guests what they feel uh, about the digital giggle. Was he on trend or is he out of vogue on this one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was kind of like one of those dad jokes that Peter tells my husband over dinner. Um, and one of my daughters thinks he's hilarious, and the other one and I kind of look at each other and nod our heads, going, "Oh God,
0: yeah, not that's me, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah."
1: So, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. there with I'm there with Peter and one of you're, the kids at least. Up
2: there yeah. with Peter, yeah, which I'm not sure is a great place to be, but off you go. There, that told you, <laughs> Philip. That
1: basically, told me, yeah, yeah. My own daughter does the same thing, you know. So uh, I I I can feel the love, Lorraine. I can feel it. It's okay. Yeah, I can feel it. <laughs>
2: At least but, uh, you can tell a joke. I can't tell a joke. I tell the p- punchline first.
1: So I want to be slagging you. <laughs> OK, well, I suppose that's pretty good. I suppose I do have it the right way around. So yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> um, but listen, Lorraine, it is great to have you with us today. Um, just for our listeners, you know, who may incredibly may not be familiar with you or what you've done, mm-hmm. would you, would you tell us a little bit about your story from, as I suppose, working in RTE now being a very respected brand ambassador and fashion influencer on social media?
2: Thank you, Philip. Um... Yes, I started in uh, a Roadwatch and that was a gazillion mm. years ago. I was 18, just going on 19 actually, when I did my first traffic report on the national airwaves for wow. Morning Ireland on Radio 1. Um, I remember my first report, I had to say something about traffic at pa- St. Patrick's Cathedral. And even as I approached that word now, at this mm. stage of my life, I still get nervous because I had to say the word three times before I got it right. Oh, wow. So after my first broadcast on the national airwaves at 18, I came out and burst into tears and thought, that oh, is no. it. Oh, my shit. broadcasting career is over. <laughs> but uh, thank God, goodness for a, a very nice boss. Um, he told me to calm down, you know, don't be ridiculous, mm. it's only mm. natural. And uh, dusted myself down and went in again for more the next day. Uh, mm-hmm. And from that, I stayed in A Roadwatch for seven years. I ended up being um, manager of A Roadwatch and the PR. that mm-hmm. went with it, and it was the most amazing experience. It gave me a chance to, well, say my name, you know, a few times a day mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. on the national airwaves and, yeah, kind of create a, a profile for myself. And from that, then, a film independent production company called Frontier Films contacted me to ask me would I be interested in screening for a business show, a a show called Startup for Young Entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in Ireland, which I got and myself and Niall Quinn, uh, the footballer, were the presenters of that. And that was kind of the start of it then for me. I ended up doing quite a number of TV shows for RT over the years Mm while still staying full-time in a road watch mm-hmm. and I then I remember covering for live at three this will definitely age me now <laughs> I was like 23 um, or 24 maybe and I was sitting on the couch with Derek Davis when Helen and I were going on holidays oh, yeah. and that was great fun so I got to get my teeth into live TV as well and mm. then TV3 came on board Ireland's first commercial TV station now Virgin Media Television yeah and they asked me would I be interested in the position of um, entertainment correspondent as part of the news crew. So I was with TV3 for almost 12 years. And the last uh, few of those years, I was presenting my own show called mm-hmm. Expose.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, I actually used to tune in every day. Uh, great show. Uh, and then you get so busy, you're kind of going, Oh, no, it's seven o'clock. I missed it. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, thank <laughs> yeah. you. It was great fun. And, and for me, it was, it was just, it was all I ever wanted really to have my own show. Mm. Yeah. In, yeah. You know, entertainment, fashion, arts, all of the stuff that, that, you know, interests me. Mm. And it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. But just over two years into it, and um, because it was such a monster of a show, I mean, it was yeah. on five days a week at yeah. time mm, and yeah. live. Mm, It mm. meant that we had to work six days a week. And at the time I went back to start Expose um when Romy was three months old. Mm. So oh, I went back uh, early oh, to no. to leave. And yeah. yeah, I just felt I missed out on so much of her little life. Mm. So yes and a half and Amelia was five and a half um at the time there was no option for me to do a three or four day week it just wasn't on the cards and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. thank goodness now the presenters of Virgin Media Television can do that so yeah it's easier for for the moms because you know as a as a parent when you have children and you're working full-time it's demanding but I hope people don't think I'm being sexist but for a lot of cases it's um even more pressure for the moms because mm-hmm. you know I found that just myself um I wanted to to be around the girls, you know, more than a day and a half a week because I yes. didn't wear them for anybody else to have them. And they were really happy. Um, I mean, you know, they had a great nanny who's still, um, is still part of our lives. She's like their other mum. Mm-hmm. And Peter was working from home because he was recording here in a studio that we have in the house. So everybody was fine except me. I was mm-hmm. the one that was miserable because I did feel like I was mo- missing out and it was time yeah. to, to get back. Yeah. So I decided to take a break. Yeah. When, um, when there were two and a half and five and a half and I've never looked back. Thank
0: goodness. Yeah, I know it is. I actually took a career break myself because uh, I, uh, that I'm married to a head chef. So it's very hard to like the way his hours yeah. would be and whatever else. And, and it was somebody else said to me is, do you want to be the best of what you're doing now? Or do you want yes. to look back and say you weren't that bad a mom? You know, you you, mm-hmm. you put yeah. the kids first. Because yeah. yeah. they, you know, they they grow up so quick. Although at the time you think you'll never get past toilet training and you'll never yeah. get into school <laughs> and you'll never you'll never get five minutes to yourself. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden they're like 18, 20, whatever it is. Yes. And you're looking yeah. going, they're taller than me now. And oh, no. yeah, so for me, mm-hmm. I totally agree with what, what you did. Um, yes. But it's still nice to then have something of your own, maybe to work towards some stage when they, when yes. things are a bit more flexible, you know, um, yes. sure. and, and, uh, and I think that's probably where I think social media comes into play for a lot of businesses, you know, having yeah. something that you can take your customer on a journey, you know, give a little bit of where you've come from and where you're going to kind of thing. Bit of um, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that you're not just, you know, you know, doing this, there are other parts to you, you know. Yes, um, and I suppose I, I I remember asking
2: other working moms at the mm-hmm. time and Caroline Downey, who runs MCD with her husband, um, Dennis, you know, she worked full time through having three children. And I mm-hmm. said to her, Caroline, is it possible to have it all? Mm-hmm. And she said, it is Lorraine. And I thought, oh God, I'm just so bad at this. I can not <laughs> believe it, I'm a failure. And then she followed it up with just not all at the same time, Pet. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so that's what I like. I knew that something's got to give Mm -hmm. and I didn't want that to be my relationship with Peter because I was so stressed out. You know, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though I loved, gosh, loved my job so much um, and everybody thought I had the best job in the world. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of sacrifices, you know, for that. And yeah, I just I thought I don't want my my time with my girls to to. yeah, to just suffer as well. Because uh, yeah. I knew that it would be something that I'd regret later on. And you're right now that social media, and I'm I'm very lucky that because of my background in TV, mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, I enjoy and I find it easy. And, you know, I don't really prepare for it. I just go on and, and have a chat um, yeah. because I've been doing it all my life. It's great because, again, a, an independent producer, um, Philip Kampf, a great guy, said to me years ago when I'd left TV3 and he said um, Lorraine, you don't, you don't need to be on a TV channel. You've got, you know, your audience, you've been around for so long, you know, mm-hmm. people, people know, you. Yeah. yeah, it's all there. And he picked up his phone and he said, this is where it's going. And that was just at the very beginning of Instagram. Yeah. And it took me a while to go on and do the Facebook and Instagram thing. Cause I was mm-hmm. kind of taking a break from it and I was doing other things, but, um, but it's been amazing for me. I just love the fact that I can, you know, connect with my followers who are like my friends at this stage and, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and think, and do like it I at think, my pace when I want to, you know.
1: Like, I think something that comes across really well for you, Lorraine, because you you captured this as well, even in your, your media career, you know, on TV3 and RT and starting off was, I suppose, a real sense of, you know, that we really know Lorraine. She's a, such a nice person. Mm. Um, and that sort of personality comes across again on your social channels there's no sort of stuffiness it's very much a case of that you know I'm a mom um I've got uh, I'm trying to juggle so many different things Mm -hmm. yeah good days and
2: bad days yeah
1: yeah and I'm here to serve and and I suppose it's I think people especially what we've all gone through with COVID I think people love Mm. to see people that maybe they see as being in the public eye being human you know we're all human it, though you that's know the thing. yeah yeah exactly yeah so, uh, we're,
2: we're actually all the same it's just different jobs you know yeah um and that's what i always said you know it's only like okay so tv presenting radio presenting um certainly you know made me well known in ireland and got me a profile but hmm. it's just uh another day job and it's it's not <laughs> It's yeah. not the most fabulous job in the world either. You know, we're not saving lives. You know, no a doctor, a heart no. surgeon or you know brain surgeon. Those guys yeah. are. That's a job. You know what oh, we yeah. do yeah. is um, yeah. is something that's that's for me. It's it's fun.
0: But um, I, I have to say, things. I you know um, I have to say, Lorraine. I think you know you edutain people, which you know is a it's a fine line when it comes to social media because not everybody gets it right um you know uh, you've brought really? maybe your background yeah your background i think has been like you know probably a a nice secret weapon in a sense um you know you're using facebook and instagram um for sh- you know showcasing you know fashion you know highlighting you know, fashion know. And all. Yeah. yeah 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 um like you both use like as i say uh, facebook and instagram really well mm. so like we'd like to know basically in your experience what type of content do you see resonating best for you and how do you plan say out your content like you post yeah. on social media channels
2: well it's funny there's very little planning for my day-to-day stuff mm-hmm. that's generally just me you know like we were very yeah. lucky to be invited to um the new Bond movie premiere mm-hmm. and I am doing a, a, a live um mm-hmm. on Instagram with a friend of mine who mm-hmm. is a positivity coach so i wanted to mention that and mm-hmm. so i was walking through the car park with peter you know ahead of me having parked the car to go to the cinema and i decided mm. to switch on and and chat to to my friends and followers mm-hmm. um so so that kind of everyday stuff is just you know as i say i don't really prepare for it i just press record and off i go mm-hmm. for the brands mm-hmm. that i work with you know mm-hmm. obviously we would have um scheduled kind of posts where mm-hmm. I, first I must say that before I work with any brand or, or product or service, I trial it myself uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, two to four weeks. Actually, mm-hmm. with Men-A-Man, it was two months um, because I said, you know, usually it takes between kind of four and six weeks for it to work. So I would always trial it and I won't work with a brand, product or service unless I genuinely love it. And that's mm-hmm. really important to me. So all of the things that I work on or work with mm-hmm. are things that are, you know, I'm passionate about. And that are in my mind, you know, above the rest. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that's probably why I've been around for so long because mm-hmm. it's authentic. Do you know what I mean? I know I'm mm-hmm. credible because I wouldn't do that to to me, to mm-hmm. my brand, if you like. And um, so I think you have to be true to yourself for starters. So really, I only I only promote the things that I use myself and I like myself and I enjoy myself. So that's really easy, you know. There's really yeah. kind of no prep. The only thing is that you have to schedule. Um, mm. when you you share them because i don't want to dilute the message for no. every you know anybody um, it's the same with the charity work mm. that i do because mm. i'm an ambassador as you said in the intro with mm. the number of charities in ireland yeah. Yeah. if they want me to do a photo call for them like mm-hmm. you know make a wish foundation we did bake my day campaign mm-hmm. i won't then do something for breast cancer ireland on the same day or even in the same week mm-hmm. because it dilutes the message for both of them. Yes. You know? Yes. So course. um so that's the kind of only planning that you need to do on social media, which I love because it's just much more impromptu and much more real than the kind of polished TV presenting that I would have done on TV for years.
0: So I was yeah. gonna say like if you're you know with working with those different uh charities then you they would have different things coming up. So you would have to work out strategically, you know, the different yeah. things that are coming up. You plan for those. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's again, just because, you know, I'm a spokesperson or as I say, a mouthpiece for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they want me to, to spread the word and spread Mm -hmm. their message for them. Yeah. And the only way to do it really is to make sure that, that you don't, you know, kind of confuse the message by saying, well, you know, support Breast Cancer Ireland's campaign because they need it for X and then support Make-A-Wish because they need, you know, and then Fashion Relief, Oxfam, it can all be too much. So, um, I like to spread the love.
1: <laughs> no, it's, I think it's great suppose, to hear you reaffirm that because sometimes people can fall into the trap of just promoting products or services. Um, to get the money do, in. To get yeah. the money in and that yeah. they don't have any experience of or they don't believe in the ethos. Um, but that's and,
2: lying, Philip. Yeah. I think that's so wrong.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's,
2: that's just so wrong. You know, it's, it's just, it is fake news. It is. Um, and and uh, that's not something I would feel comfortable with. At all. I just would never do it.
1: Yeah. And I think that. Why your followers have embraced you the way they have is because you you tell it as it is, and mm-hmm. if you are supporting something, whether it be a charity or a mm-hmm. product or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. they know well. Lorraine is actually using it, or she yes. is supporting this. So, yeah,
2: I'm, my mom always said, unless you have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. So, if oh, I'm, your mother,
0: your mother and my mother <laughs> know each other very well because I get that all the time. <laughs> I know
2: we're Maybe you guys like are long
1: lost sisters. Maybe. How <laughs>
2: If, um, if a product oh. or, or brand service, whatever, contacts me and, and asks me, would I be interested in working with them? And mm. as I say, I, I try it out for uh, a couple of weeks, sometimes a couple of months. And if I don't like it, I'll just say no. Mm-hmm. Because again, I critics kind of bug me because it's always one person's opinion, you know? Mm. yeah, yeah. Um, And I just don't think that's right. Whether you're a book critic or a movie critic or TV critic or, you know, whatever Mm. product reviewer. Mm. So that's what I do. So the things that I don't talk about are the things that I've said no to. Um, Mm. and I, I just, I, I know people might want to know if something's not, you know, if I don't think something's good, they might Mm -hmm. want to hear that too. But I just don't like being that kind of spokesperson, you know, let them try Mm. somebody else and maybe somebody else will like it.
1: Yeah. That's it makes a lot of sense. Um, Mm. Like you're the founder of Fashion Relief for for yes. Oxum. would you yeah. tell our listeners um, about this uh, this amazing initiative that you've launched?
2: Oh yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So I have been a volunteer for various charities and um, NGOs that travel, you know, to the developing world over the last mm-hmm. twelve years. So when I gave up full time TV work. I suddenly had more than 20 days holidays a year. And I'd Mm. always said that I would go out to the developing world because Mm. of the skill set that I have, because I can present, produce, Mm. direct, edit, voiceover, search, all that stuff. So I thought, you know, I should use those skills to help people that are in, you know, a situation that is just, I mean, it's so difficult to even put it into words when you see Mm -hmm. it firsthand Mm -hmm. with your own eyes, how people, you know, barely survive in some parts of our planet. So I said I'd I'd become a you know a volunteer on trips, but when I only had twenty days holidays a year and wasn't seeing my own family enough even on a weekly basis, mm. uh, I had the excuse not to do it because I was mm. really scared to do it. I was very nervous to do it mm-hmm. because I know you know how sensitive I am, um, mm. and how most people would be. So finally, then because <laughs> I you know owned my own diary and owned my own life and I was freelance, I did have the time. So mm-hmm. I started volunteering so I worked with World Vision Ireland for a few years and I worked with Trocra for a few years and that meant just going out and doing a bit of publicity beforehand doing the trip recording some you know video sometimes a a short documentary coming back getting it aired talking about it and helping their uh, fundraising because people knew that I was a volunteer so I'd no ulterior motive so people Mm. would listen to me they know me and they trust me so that was all brilliant. And then I started working with Oxfam Ireland and obviously they have their um, fashion shops, their retail shops as well. And I did a few trips with them and I think it was on my third trip, I came back and I said to Peter, you know, it's one thing helping them with -hmm. their fundraising because I can be their spokesperson, but actually I feel like I should also have my own fundraiser for them, Mm -hmm. you know, go that step further. And Peter said to me, well, whatever it is you do, will you promise me that's something that you enjoy? Because I know what you're like. You'll end up putting so much time into it. Yeah. So and then you get that- you
0: get stressed and you don't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah. So I went, OK, I love fashion. Um, I also love secondhand fashion, vintage, getting bargains. We all have a bargain. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the whole sustainability message of, you know, diverting textiles from landfill to save our planet. So I thought, okay, why don't I, I've got way too much stuff in my wardrobe. I'd collected over the years Mm. with the day job. Some I was, you know, gifted, some I got at great discounts and then Mm -hmm. some I just bought Mm -hmm. myself. So I thought, um, why don't I sell a big chunk of my wardrobe and put the money into Oxfam? Mm Mm-hmm. And I started talking to other people, friends in the business and other, you know, fashionable women and whatever. And they all said they would donate as well. They would get involved. And the whole thing just kind of grew. So I called it Fashion Relief. We had our very first event in the RDS. It was a day long and we raised 85,000 euro. Wow. So that was amazing. And the reason we got to raise that much was because... We had no overheads. So the models mm. modeled for me for free. Catherine Kendell produced the shows for free. I got the stand and the AV and all the videos and the screens mm. for free from Octav- Octavo and CT Ireland. And Cater Hire gave me all the tables and, and rails and hangers. And these are all people that I was cold calling that I never knew because that wasn't an area that I ever worked in. Mm-hmm. And Irish people are just phenomenal. I mean, yeah. they are so generous. And these are small Irish businesses. And they just said yes, straight away. So every penny that we raised was able to go to Oxfam Ireland. Um, In the second year, that one event turned into four events. So we went to Galway and Cork and Dundrum Town Centre and the RDS. And then year three was supposed to be last year. And that was supposed to be five events. And of course, we got one out with uh, Galway in February, but COVID happened and lockdown happened in March. So we couldn't do our event in the RDS that was supposed to be over two days last mm-hmm. year. So I had gathered up all this amazing stock from fashionable women's wardrobes, from celebrities, from boutiques, wholesalers and designers all over the country because they give me their end of line sales stock or their samples. And I know where to sell it. So in about week three of the first lockdown lockdown, mm-hmm. um, I said to Peter, we need to get this online, but it was so hard to get online because they're all unique pieces. There's very few that you have three or four of, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what makes it very special. So Peter had uh, worked in the digital hub and he knew an Irish tech company called Axonista. So I did my very first Zoom in (laughs) in the third week of lockdown (laughs) and introduced myself to the team at Axonista and they agreed to design and develop the most incredible piece of software which allows us to have fashion relief TV which is on fashionrelief.ie mm-hmm. and you can watch and shop on a fashion TV show all at the same time. With, wow. with That's great actually. With That's fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been you so you would have used also social media to promote that. Um, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know, so to sort of keep the, the momentum going and to keep people in, in the, you know, like what's coming up, you know, like if you've got certain yes. pieces
2: yeah. to yeah. promote. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we actually in the first year, so in 2020, Fashion Relief TV won three international awards um for innovation in the coronavirus era so amazing for axonista to get that because they you know they've been around for a few years and and they were their first awards, so it's just incredible and it's great because you know i'm promoting something that is a total Mm win-win because Mm -hmm. you're shopping sustainably so you're saving the planet but you're raising money for oxfam ireland so you're saving lives at the same time so it's totally guilt-free
1: it's a it's such a brilliant um Concept and yeah, perfectly timed, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I suppose for someone now like yourself, where you've really embraced social uh, and you're yeah. able to use it for these incredible initiatives like Fashion Relief. Mm-hmm. You know, from what you've seen, are there any tips when it comes to maybe using social that maybe other charities could learn from? You know, whether it is maybe embracing some of these new these new digital technologies. Yes.
2: Yeah. And I up. suppose the reason uh, I wanted to do fashion relief with Oxfam was because they had the retail shops, Philip. So I was like, yeah. when these events finish, I don't want to be clearing out any of the gear. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, there's going to be there's going to be clothes that are, are left over. So mm. uh, the Oxfam shops take all of that stock. So it just keeps on giving, which is mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm. Um, But yeah, I suppose that for me, the way I think the only way that I think uh, social media works is when you're being true and you're being honest and mm-hmm. um, you're also being fun and entertaining mm-hmm. yes. Um I think that's a, a huge part of it and my, my daughters say to me because they're teenagers now and they say to me mom your stories are way too long like it's so embarrassing <laughs> but <laughs> but my my followers and friends on social media like myself I don't mind a little a little extra length on a story because that's kind of where where I come from in traditional Mm. media you know Mm. I know the young people want it short and snappy and and I agree there is a time and a place for a slightly longer story but for me if I even if I'm working with a brand or I'm working on a a campaign and Mm. you know they ask me you know what is my rate card my fee for certain things Mm. um if they don't have the budget for, you know, the the amount of say stories or grid posts that that you know that they feel they need, if they if they don't have that budget, I will always go the extra mile. I'll always do a, a few extra if it needs it. If the story mm-hmm. needs to be told mm-hmm. properly in six frames, but they only want to pay for three, mm-hmm. well, then I'll tell it in six because otherwise it's nobody wins do you know what i mean my followers and and friends who are watching will be like what okay what's she talking about she lose the message and stuff yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah. whereas you know if i want to talk around it and explain why and you know get into a bit more detail about why i love this project then i will so i think you you know for me and i often say to to people when i lecture in colleges and things like that don't be afraid to work for free You know, Mm. I still work for free apart Mm. from the charity thing. That's different. That's as a volunteer. But there are plenty of things that I do for free. If I feel that whatever I'm working with is going to benefit or the people that are watching or listening are going to benefit, or if I just feel, you know, that I'm going to benefit, you know, if I'm getting experience or Mm. if I'm getting into an area that I've never been in before Mm. um, where I'm making new contacts, like don't ever underestimate that. Mm. So, um, so I've always said, you know, don't be afraid to work for free because you, you, you might actually get more out of it than, than something well,
0: else. I, I think it's the other way to look at it is, uh, you know, it's always nice to give back. And it's also nice, yeah. you know, 100%. to come away and feel, you know what? I did my best. I've done something yeah. that might make a difference to someone yeah. who could be watching my Instagram story or, yeah. you Absolutely. know, yeah. uh, the, a live you might do on Facebook. Um, You could actually yeah. make a difference to one person in it. And I, at the end of the day, isn't it good to go away and say, yeah, I, I feel oh, like
1: I'll I, I, a positive I, influence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, karma yeah, yeah. Karma
2: is huge, absolutely mm. huge. And I actually honestly get more of a buzz. And I'm not trying to sound like Mother Teresa at all, because mm. I'm certainly not that nice or good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I actually get more of a buzz out of giving than yeah. I do out of receiving, you know, yeah. oh, a I lot of this- time. I'd be the yeah. same.
0: It's like you know, I uh, maybe I, maybe I don't know what's the Irish psyche where we kind of go. I oh, know I'd prefer to give somebody a present than get one because you're sitting there and you're feeling, you know, oh, you like to see the person's like you know the smile on their face and you know yes. you, you've done something yeah. for someone else. Um, actually. Yeah. Talking of doing things for other people, um, you're you're very passionate about women's health, um, and you know especially the hormone health. uh, You were recently part of the Menopause Success Summit, um, uh, which I think is amazing. Um, could you tell us why it's so important that women get education and support in this area, and how do you social media spread awareness about this topic?
2: Yes. So the reason I got involved was by accident, um. I hadn't realized that I was in perimenopause probably from my late thirties, which mm-hmm. is mm. very young. Don't let me get too scared. Normally it's 40, 45, sure. but okay. you can you can be in perimenopause in your thirties. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know um, because anytime I saw anything online or in press magazines mm-hmm. that said anything about menopause, peri or otherwise. I just skipped through because I was like, that doesn't you know, involve me. I'm mm-hmm. way, miles mm-hmm. away from that stage of my life. Yeah. So it wasn't until the natural health supplement was an Irish natural health supplement, Clean Marine, mm-hmm. Menamin, they contacted me. In fact, mm-hmm. their PR company contacted me, Mary Crotty, and I know Mary years. And she contacted me and said, there's a brand that um, I think you might be interested in. They're looking for a spokesperson. And I said, okay. And she said, it's Irish. And I said, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's, Natural health supplements, and I said even better. Mm-hmm. And then she said it's for menopause, and I nearly fell off my chair. I was in my. I can room imagine. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I said, Mary, for God's sake, you know how ageist this business is, and um, mm. you know, and I'm self-employed now. Why in God's name would I want to pretend I'm 50 or over? Mm-hmm. And she said, No, 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 it's not that. It's you know, it's, it's hormone health. But it was perimenopause as well. And I was like, What is she talking about? Mm. So she started talking about some of the symptoms. And that's when the penny dropped. I was like, oh, good Jesus. I have that. Mm -hmm. I have that. Oh my God, I have that too. And it was things Mm -hmm. like, just if people are wondering, my symptoms were I wasn't sleeping at night. So I'd wake up three to five times a night. Then I'd have to go to to the loo. Then I'd come back and then my head would be racing about the thoughts of what I had to do the next day. So it would take me about a half an hour to go back to sleep. So basically I was having very little sleep. So I'd wake up the next morning tired, clearly. I would be tired. Mm. Um, irritable. Again, I'm tired. No energy. Again, you're not sleeping. No mm. libido. Again. How would you feel amorous when you've mm. you know not slept? Yeah. Um, and this was going on for you know, a long, long time. My hair was falling out, I was getting hormonal breakouts, um, you know, so adult acne, nails,
0: I'd aches and pain. So you were actually joint. having a great old time then. <laughs> I was a bloody wreck.
2: I mean, God, the Peter and the girls. When I think back now, um, it wasn't, thank goodness, it wasn't constant. Yeah. But it wasn't me, mm. Eimear. Like, it just wasn't me. So um, we had gone through a, a few IVFs because we wanted to, to um, have more children. Mm. And again, I didn't realize that hormones or hormone imbalance affects your fertility because mm. mm. obviously myself and Peter were not having fertility issues. We thankfully, thank God, have two healthy girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until I met up with Mary and the the guys from Clean Marine that I started to realize that my goodness, this this is this is what I've been going through, and I've been suffering in silence for so long. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I don't get embarrassed very easily. I'm from a large family of five sisters and a brother, you know, we talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing is they did want to name the campaign, Let's talk menopause. And I was kind of going, Ah lads, please, can we not just it? talk <laughs> it? Tomorrow. has to be a nicer term. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I know. Really. I know. And they were going around, we have to because to get people's attention, nobody talks about this. It's you know, it's so, a taboo so subject. did you
0: so you brought then was it like the the next stage of bring bring it onto social media and just yeah. You know, highlight yes. it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So
2: we did a tour around the country when we could. Mm. Um, this started six years ago. So I've been talking menopause for six years now. It's mm. been the most amazing thing I've ever done. I honestly, you know, apart from fashion relief, I'm just so passionate about it because getting the, the reaction I'm getting on my mm. social media accounts, the mm. interaction with women, the messages I get daily, the mm-hmm. DMs from, from women, it's um it's been life changing for so many women. Being able to talk about it, being able to to share my knowledge, my experience and the options that are out there for women Mm -hmm. on my social media accounts has been incredible. Mm. And I know that it is making a difference to women's lives because it's made a huge difference to mine. And yeah, yeah, I think just talking is key. And because I have that connection and access to those women, you know, on my social media accounts. It's, um, it's yeah.
1: Because yeah, it is almost like that, that's sort of that, uh, as you said, it's something like that, that dirty subject, you know, oh, we yeah. can't be talking about menopause. Yeah. You're going through the change. You yes. know, and like, do yeah. you find Lorraine that are men of maybe a lot of the women that would follow you in, in your community, yeah. are they becoming a lot more understanding educated. or educated? Yeah. About mm. it oh,
2: definitely. On. And I love when I get messages like that. It's funny, actually, uh, Peter has a WhatsApp group with the lads from, from school. Right. And, um, You know, they'd be talking about fantasy football and whatever, you know, going for a cycle, the stuff that lads do. I've I've never seen it, but he tells me sometimes about some of the gags. Anyway, one of the days, uh, one of the lads said during the second lockdown, he was like, Jesus Christ, get me out of here. You know, I'm surrounded by hormones in this house. You know, tell me this is going to end soon. And then one of the other lads came in with a funny line going, menopause, menopause, menopause. I blame <laughs> Lorraine Keane.
1: <laughs>
2: and I just thought, this is brilliant. How far I've made going? it. But the lads yeah, from Black Rock College on, on the WhatsApp group are now talking about menopause. Yeah. result
0: <laughs> but you know what there's a lot of taboo subjects yeah. out there and isn't it great that social media can actually make a difference because yes. oh
1: yeah absolutely. you know yeah. Um,
0: you know like there are pros to social media philip you know well, there
2: are because mm. it's, it's more unfiltered and i know there's there's a downside to that too mm. um and you know we need to be very careful about that but it is unfiltered like i can literally go on and you know talk to the women um and men that follow me and, you know, say I'm having a really bad day. I, mm. you know, feel really sluggish. I'm really bloated and um, this is not nice, you know, and I now have to do, you know, whatever it is in my work day and just yeah. get on with it or I have really bad period pains and I just feel awful and mm. and stuff yeah. like that that you can do that you wouldn't do on TV, really, yeah, of course. you know, yeah. yeah, most of the time. Um,
1: I um, was going to ask
0: you. Um, sorry, Philip. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm used to it. Sorry, this,
1: this always happens. I struggle to get a word in. The, you know. So hey, it's, it's actually, okay.
0: you were
2: you were, were we'll, get,
1: about,
0: we'll get to the menopause eventually. Yeah, we will. next
1: show. Next show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next show, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, talking of hair. Um and it could be of help to other people out there, like mm-hmm. who have products out there in. And Philip is a man for the hair as well, but we won't go there. Um, yeah. but um, I've been really excited to ask you about the magic hairbrush. No, you know, you know oh, um, and how uh, you know it's been received so positively on social media. I know, you no, know, thought- um. Yeah, that that social media saved us. That was my first product.
2: Yeah, because it's my first product with my business partners, Matt and Ray. Matt's Mm -hmm. a hairdresser for 30 odd years. Mm -hmm. And we had planned a lovely big fancy pants launch in April. Mm -hmm. And then lockdown happened. And we had all these fabulous magic hairbrushes and, you know, didn't know what to do with them. So myself and my two daughters, Amelia and Romy, dressed up and in my kitchen they got a few pots and pans and wooden spoons mm. and did a drum roll for me and we launched the magic hairbrush on my social media account on my Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook and actually it was the best thing that we ever did because at that time when all hair salons and and uh, beauty salons and clinics were closed down yeah we needed a little bit of magic for our hair now more than ever so it was brilliant and Honestly, it has been the thing that has, for me, um, I just know it, that when I put up a post or a blog on a magic hairbrush, the new colors or, or mm. new designs or whatever, anything to do with it, um, the sales just go through the roof. And yeah, that's yeah. that's just amazing to be able to have that. Mm. And, and I didn't, I'd never used my social media channels for something like that for myself. So I wasn't mm-hmm. really aware because products and mm. brands don't really tell you. They say, you know, oh, it's the top selling product. That's great. But you don't really mm. get the the numbers. Whereas yeah. I was able to see firsthand that it was a great
1: launch. And you're demonstrating uh, how you use it. Like, like you're very good at going on yeah. the towel and the hair. You know, I, yeah. I, I've just <laughs> got out of the shower. I let it dry. Yeah, and this is how, you know, like no
2: product. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And uh because I think that's what's really great about social is that, uh, as Eimear mentioned, you mm. can entertain, but also the education side. Uh, yeah. Like yes. I know with my own wife, with my own 13 year old daughter, they will mm-hmm. go on to YouTube to find out how to maybe doing their own sort of French okay. tips on the nails or yeah. my mm-hmm. daughter's really curly hair. So she's got to do loads of detangling and all this kind of stuff. And I uh,
0: have to send her a magic hairbrush, Philip.
1: Yeah, well, we'll I say he's looking
0: for one himself because he's, uh, yeah, go on, tell her about your story, Philip, the curly marketer.
1: Well, (laughs) I have really curly hair. I I, like my hair. I I was trying to kind of get into Game of Thrones. I think, you know, I let the hair grow. But my wife said that I actually looked like someone that's kind of needed to have a good bath, you know, so, uh, you know, so, uh. But, uh, okay, yeah, you are uh,
2: a candidate for the magic hairbrush. Then, yeah, I will send <laughs> <I was saying laughs> a few to the station. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Um, so, uh, no, I think it's it's a it's a great success story, and it's great that kind of that once again you show people how to use it and mm. how mm. successful it is at detangling or getting stubborn like hair. it's
0: real. You know, yeah. rather than just here's the brush, you actually yeah. go the extra mile and yeah, show it. improve yeah. it, improve yeah, it,
2: and it really is a mm. little bit of magic like it yeah. really really is and I wouldn't wouldn't mm. stand over it wouldn't be part of it so the you know I was working with the guys initially and then I was like do you know what you know I actually want to to be part of this I want to own it with you so um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's what we did yeah mm-hmm. so it's yeah. been, been it's, brilliant it's, it's and we've got we've got more coming down the line as well but for now it's magichairbrush.ie is uh awesome. and loads of pharmacies actually have it uh with stock right. which is great and hair salons across the country so
1: it's oh, been brilliant um, mm. Like, I suppose, I can't believe we're kind of slowly but surely coming to the end, Lorraine. This has been a brilliant yeah. chat. Uh, As yeah, always, absolutely. you've been a professional. You know, I tell you, I can see why you've done so well in, in media, et cetera. Um, <laughs> I just
2: talk. I just get paid to talk,
1: Philip, like yourself. I, I, you know, well, maybe I need to work harder to get more fees. <laughs> <laughs> to, need to talk more. I don't know. <laughs> oh. but, but listen, oh. something, something actually... Uh, you know, and you obviously you, you demonstrated this as we were talking, obviously when you started a family and you were still working six days a week, you, mm. you seem to be brilliant at managing a busy schedule along with all your home life. And and obviously mm. COVID brought so many challenges for businesses and your own business yeah. and people personally, you know, for business owners listening today, have you any tips on managing busyness and trying to stay calm and positive, you know, to... I suppose, tough times.
2: Yeah, I suppose the, the what I didn't do for a long time uh, was prioritize, you know. Mm. Um, and I, I, as I said earlier on in our chat, you know, you can't have it all, just not all at the same time. Something's got to give. So I suppose for me, you know, I, I wrote down the things that are most important. And you touched on it as well, Emer. You know, mm-hmm. when you die, what do you want them to say about you? You know, yes. after you pass. God, she was a, a fantastic worker. No, no, you know? no. I want them to say I was a great mom, and you know mm. that I, um, you know, was a philanthropist or helped, you know, to to fundraise for mm. for charities and and you, you know, take and, and
0: you've also taken maybe the fear out of a certain subject that other people maybe don't want to talk about, you know, yeah. Um yeah. so yeah. you you led the way there. It's like a lot of other topics uh, in the sphere mm. in, uh, and and not everybody wants to talk about them and it can be hard. And you've shown you've used social media to kind of break that barrier. You know, exactly. And we have an amazing We It's funny because I feel like I'm
2: part of the family now of of, um, Mm. Menamin. But we have a a clean marine have an amazing little booklet. And again, it's online and it's Mm -hmm. a free download or you can pick up a hard copy in health stores and in pharmacies. Uh, nationwide as well but it's called the essential guide to female hormones Mm -hmm. and it is the most incredible little 70 page bible because it goes through the five stages of our hormonal journey as women from Mm -hmm. puberty to post-menopause and it covers everything like not just natural health it covers hrt because dr mary ryan who's the top endocrinologist in ireland works with me and travels Mm. the country with me We've podcasts together that have been hugely successful as well and she's up there but there's also all the other options that you can change and do for yourself for free Mm. Mm -hmm. and lifestyle changes diet exercise well-being all of that so i would suggest to people that they go on to cleanmarine.ie and download that Um, You spoke about the Menopause Mm. Success Summit. That's also up there too. It's just, you know what? There's so much online and so much that you can get. But maybe people don't know to go,
0: know where to look. So it's great that you've actually highlighted that, Lorraine, you know? because Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, follow people that are
2: inspiring, that Mm -hmm. make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Unfollow the people that make you feel bad about yourself or make you feel like you're not good enough or make you feel like, you know, Oh, I, I you know, I'm not doing enough with my life. That's just, it's, you know, just remember that that's the snapshot of not even one person's day. One, person's probably 10 minutes do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean
0: oh yeah everybody puts up their
2: best photo I remember asking Rosie Conley a gorgeous girl on Instagram we were doing a a job in in Paris I'll copy with the days a few years ago Mm. and I said to her my god all of your photos are just impeccable like how do you do it because I still after all the years of posing I still Mm. don't know exactly how to to pose properly most of the time and Mm. she's great I have a a photographer with me and I do 100 photos before I post one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ, Rosie, I'd never have the time to do that, nor would yep. I have the patience or the inclination because I'm doing other stuff. You know, I'm I'm yeah. working in other areas as well, whereas that's her full time job. And oh, yeah. that's I mean, she's got a gazillion followers and she deserves every one of them.
0: And I'm glad you said that because a lot of people out there, you know, and especially I think younger ladies would be probably, you yes. oh, know, I have to look the best and this, that and the other. And yes. you don't. Do you know what? No. Because that's not real. Um, Maybe. and I do agree yeah. with bringing down this fact of getting filters, you know, yeah. highlighted and, you know, yeah. if that's been a yeah. filter been used, tell people there's no point yes. in lying because then you're fake, you know, and that's it not right. Fake. And it's not you know?
2: fair. It's not fair because everybody, you know, struggles yeah. um, at times,
0: every yeah. single one. Especially of Philip, them. although he looks impeccable today. <laughs>
1: I struggle with Made my jokes getting
0: part, yeah. You look the part, you look the part. So Lorraine, what's next for you? And have you any other initiatives that uh, you can share with us? And what's the best place for people to go follow and interact with you and keep up to date with yeah. you?
2: OK, well, the, for me, October is going to be a really busy month because mm-hmm. it is International Menopause Month. I right. think the 18th of October is International Menopause Day. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be on lots of different platforms and lots of Brilliant. different social media accounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, on panels and hosting events. So keep an eye on, on my Instagram. It's Lorraine mm-hmm. Keen Official. And I have two Facebook uh, pages as well. So I'll always post everything up there in advance. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it's it, as you said. It's it's now. Thank goodness I started talking about this six years ago. Yeah, it's now out there big time. Thanks to Joe Duffy, actually, the radio show covered it for almost three weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when women came out and started telling their stories it just made other women realize that they weren't alone. And I think that's, that's really, really important. And Um, I think, as
0: you say, social media has made such a difference and to bring out that, you know, and keep people to see like, you know, uh, it's something to embrace rather than avoid. Yes, because I always say, if you're
2: armed and dangerous with the information, you know, you will, you have more more chance of living your best life. So I always say, because I've got all of the the information that I've picked Mm. up over the last six years, um, and I know my options, you know, I know mm-hmm. where to, to look, where to go. Mm-hmm. I am not worried or concerned about going into menopause um, mm-hmm. like I would have been mm-hmm. because I do feel armed and dangerous. I'm just dying to get out the other side, you know. Well, then was, that's as a bit like like Philip,
0: I was going to say that's like Philip and his jokes armed and doing <laughs> this.
1: Yeah, and Emer's trying to dine to get out the other side. Yeah, well, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I hear I, what you're just saying. I'm you scared. know. Scared. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. well Lorraine it's been a pleasure speaking with you today yeah. Um, yeah. It's, be, you. it's been fantastic uh, mm-hmm. we obviously wish you every continued success in all the work you're doing and obviously with the magic hairbrush um, mm-hmm. thanks and, guys uh, we will certainly uh, have
0: we'll it. have to get Lorraine back when we're all back on track and maybe in the studio yes. next time and, yeah, uh, and, and see what's see you next and you know? even get
1: on video you know so, so yeah so a big thank you to Lorraine Keene and if you enjoyed today's show you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Mm -hmm. Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify and on the Double South FM website so do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode and all the stuff to say is I've been Philip Twyford the Curly Marketer
0: and I'm Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media
1: and we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social
0: See you then Bye. Bye. Bye